0: Welcome back to Football Talk, where we are covering everything football and everything on and off the pitch. Uh, there's been a lot of comedy this weekend, so and this midweek, so yeah, uh, we've got a lot to cover. We're welcoming our boy Specs back, because yeah, uh, I don't know about you guys, but we couldn't get enough of him, so we're having him back
1: in the end. Specs, how are you feeling today? I just want everyone to know this was a setup. My Simbarashani said... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't even started and this man is already proving me and me under the bus, bruh. What the hell?
0: Thanks, <laughs> I see I see you're taking your notes from Pogba Senior. You're already beginning to ratio people. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, ah, uh, definitely. I'm in it today. I'm in it.
0: Nah, okay, guys. Like on a on a live note, I do not know what specs is talking about the, about being set up, but let's let's go straight into the Premier League. Maybe we'll know like what, what he's talking about when we start. So a recap of what happened in the Prem this past weekend. Um, the first game we had on Friday was on Friday where Wolves secured an easy 2-0 win against Crystal Palace. Then on Saturday, uh, Man City got a 1-0 win over Sheffield. Burnley smashed Chelsea, I mean Chelsea smashed Burnley 3-0 and Liverpool had to fight back from 1-0 down to win 2-1 against West Ham at home. Then on Sunday, James Wood Prowse went mad on said pieces as they beat Aston Villa in a 4-3 thriller. Newcastle beat High Flying Everton 2-1 Spurs beat Brighton 2-1 uh, We had a Monday we had a few Monday games We Battle of the Bottom uh, against Fulham and West Brom Fulham won that 2-0 and kind of exciting game leads against Leicester, Leicester took that 4-1 I missed a fixture Spix, would you
1: like to tell me what fixture I missed? This was the setup I was talking about. These guys, <laughs> they knew the only person they could bring to talk about United. Ah, United and Arsenal, gents. United and Arsenal. Where do I even begin with that game?
0: <laughs> you. Ah, guys. Yeah. So on Sunday, (laughs) United played against Arsenal at Old Trafford. Arsenal won 1 0. And that was the first time that they beat a team from the top six. Since 2006, yeah? was 2015, 2015, bro.
1: 2015.
0: 2015. Ah, okay. I thought it was since 2006. They only have.
1: At Old Trafford since 2006.
0: Ah, I see, I see. But yeah, since 2015, that's the first time um, that Arsenal beat a team in the top six. Honestly, thought it was going to be Spurs and Spurs going to Spurs like every single time, but United beat them to it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Specs, how does this make you feel? Like, don't hold back. Tell us how this makes you feel.
1: I am absolutely it Yo, I am pissed. Ah. Uh, oh. social uh, you I have to go through it. Uh. Only Ghana social is clueless. That man has no idea what he's doing. I promise you.
0: Ah. ah yes, Diggy. Before I even get into Specs' feels would
2: how, what did you, what was your thoughts on the game? If you, Feast, did you catch it? Freestyle FC, bro. Man United freestyle FC. Social freestyle FC, bro. That's it. Like, the whole game, I was thinking, look, Arsenal don't even have to play a well, while, yeah. Like, they can just play at 75% and they could win this game. And that's what they did. Personally, I thought none of the teams were going to score if there was no penalty. That's what I thought. Man United. I was just, I was so shocked, like, they just, just look so dead, they just really look so dead, bro, and it's actually, considering the players that they have, man, it's, it's yeah, it's quite sad to see, I was not given credit, since 2015, first away win to a top six, that's, yeah, I don't know why they would say the biggest club in London, but, yeah at the topic for another day but we have to give him credit they did well Arteta, he's doing an amazing job there so yeah it's just one of those like another another L on Oli's CV and yeah um I think right now the funniest thing I found that whole game week was (laughs) that Sky Sports went on and got Pochettino (laughs) to talk on the show and I was just like yeah you guys are smart you guys are smart
1: Nah, nah, nah. Their man took the piss, fam. <laughs> they took the piss, fam. That was so intentional. It was unbelievable. Like, why? But you know what? They did the right thing, though. I, I <clears> love <throat> it. Make Pochettino come out and say he's ready to be back in management. Only for Solskjaer to go and lose again yesterday.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the funniest thing was... <laughs> was actually there laying out his like his tactical I mean, I, I don't know if, if you, I'm sure you guys saw the videos when Jamie Carragher was talking about his Southampton team Tottenham and they're like yeah so this is how my teams play this this, and that I was basically laying his pitch to Man United like you guys just give me yeah, the job the
1: right there like huh, he was talking about things they're going to improve on as a management Ooh. crew like ah I don't, Yours, that was the interview, right
2: there. Oh, I found that funny. I'm not even gonna lie. Nah, you ends up speaking
0: facts. Like it was that was that was actually a proper interview. But where you've got it wrong is that is actually an interview for real Madrid since Zidane is going on to holiday.
1: Plot twist. <laughs> uh, you know the way I've been praying for Madrid and PSG to just like
0: Ah... Uh... I actually don't know how to how to express like how much of a shambles United is looking right now. Like, there's there's more that needs to be gotten into, right? Like, for example, like the celebration. Why did Obameang decide to do that against United?
2: Because it's a dance floor, bro. That's what it is now. Tit for tat. Lingard went and did this dance at the Emirates, so uh, Abba has to go and do it at the. I don't trash fit, bro. So I mean, no transfer. Yeah. So have
1: to bridge signing the thing, you know. Exactly. That thing was officially signed. Tit <laughs> <laughs> for tat. <time>. Oh, <laughs> like, I I think he signed that
0: thing in the tunnel. Like, I was like, okay, let's let's actually be serious now. Like, let's actually
1: sign the thing. <laughs> <It was> signed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you you're the noise, is That. At least at least with arsenal you can see what they're trying to do even when they lose games you know you can tell a theater's trying to do something but social has been with these zones for over a year and a half right? and there's nothing nothing game planners give those zones well forward and let's figure it out then. <laughs>
0: but isn't that isn't that's what they'll call like um tactical freedom? Free roles, Rashford can switch with the, the Wigners You know that you, you can always hide under these things. You know, like maybe that's maybe that's the tactic, like giving everyone free role, like giving the attackers what they want. You never know what Ole has. Maybe he's a goat manager in the making.
1: Ah, uh, behavior. Ah, uh, behavior. He's just big. Ah, come on, dude. Uh. If you can tell me right now what United style of players are, I'll give you 100 bucks right now. I'll send it without even thinking twice.
0: Nah, okay. So I wanted like tomorrow because I actually have groceries to make. It's basically Rash uh, give the ball to Rashford. Inshallah.
2: (laughs) I can't even keep a straight face when I say that. Ah. It's freestyle FC, bro. I don't know. It's freestyle FC. Literally everyone there is freestyling. No plan. Just vibes. Just just vibes. vibes. The managers... The funny thing about Ole is that every time United are losing, he's just sitting there. He just sits there. And I'm just like, bro, what the hell? You're supposed to be telling these guys what to do. All these men are freestyling. I'm just like, ah. It's just there for vibes.
1: Just as that that one hand gesture, that one, that that it just indicates push forward. That's that's all he has. Eh? <laughs> that man is absurd. <laughs> X's and O's with his fingers. Eh? <laughs> he can't, even, can't even get one man is saying. But so you just know it. It's push up. Then you hear him shout, You just see him shouting. Pull, pull. Pushes the hand up. Ah, come on. <laughs>
2: Man is saying pull pull pull. You can't even pull Sancho, bro. Come on, let, let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> it came out today, yeah? It actually came
0: out today. <laughs>
1: Woo! Uh, nah,
0: okay, nah. But you know what? I think I think this is too much. Let me give Let me give Spik some relief because yeah, uh, we can't be going on in, like throughout the whole time. So let, let's talk about Champions League instead. Things should be
1: lighter there. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not lying to me. No, don't come up with me. It's a light in Champions League.
0: They're not, sir. Ah. ah, and you know what? Uh, since the trade is in motion, we actually can't stop the anymore. Let's start to let's start with the fun results, All right? We can we can start with the fun results and then That's we can then... Think.
1: Oh, that's our night on so anything <laughs> Liverpool can do we can do better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, come before we go, before we go into the Champions, let's let's actually just take a break. Um wait for our boy to cool down so that <laughs> we can actually run it back. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next segment. Hi, <laughs> think welcome back, welcome back. And yeah. This segment we're covering what may be dubbed as too much excitement by certain people or facts by others but yeah we are coming into the unpopular opinion section we put a we put in a questionnaire type of thing on our ig where you could uh tell us the most unpopular opinions that you've heard or the most unpopular opinions that you support and yeah, we've taken the most fire items, yeah, and we have them all set. Like in terms of expectation, like speaks and diggy, like what what do you
2: expect to hear? I expect people to be speaking rubbish, bro. Period. <laughs> That's all I expect. Rubbish.
1: Yeah, exactly. Rubbish. That's it.
2: Tusk and stuff, bro. <laughs>
0: Uh, Ah alright, call. So like uh, (laughs) No, I can't even maintain my composure because you I don't know, we'll just hear what what, what they say. But the first one, yeah? The first one was by you Speaks. So (laughs) Speaks Let's read your rubbish first then
1: I've said I'm expecting rubbish. Should have, you should have thought about it huh? <laughs> ah, that, that hit back that was a quick clap back wow
0: I would but guys yeah what spec said was that Zidane is more elite
1: than Pip, and I stand by it why he's more of a winner nah he's, a, but... he's more of a winner at an elite level <laughs>
0: You know what? I know like the first thing that is going to be like, yeah, and the fact is that he's one champion. like, yeah. Okay, hey, he's one champion. But guys, to be more elite than Pep. Yes,
1: precisely. Pep <sighs> uh, can't do it anywhere else. But who would with, with Messi, that's it.
2: <laughs> nah, 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 nah. That's Kev. Now let me come <laughs> in here. I've listened to this guy talk. You know what, huh? You can't say Pep, Pep is a fraud because I can say the same thing about Zidane. Zidane hasn't won the Champions League since Ronaldo left, so they're the same then, if that's the case.
1: Nah, nah, nah. Different. Malevolent. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: How, bro? How? It's the same You know what, huh? If it was just once, i am like, cool. But... I'm going to
1: you Three. Exactly.
0: Yeah, but those are three with
1: Ronaldo. Nah, nah, nah. At some point, uh, the Ronaldo effect isn't effective. I mean, it is Ronaldo, but you know. Dude, you're talking about the the league that is built for Ronaldo.
0: Dude, this is the Ronaldo Champions League and you're saying that it's not effective enough for him to win three. What are you saying? What are you saying, dude?
1: Nah, 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 nah. Y'all cap it straight up. (laughs) Y'all let you know what you're talking about.
0: Now listen, I'm not going to I'm not going to come here and say that Zidane is a fraud. Like what did you say here? But to say that he's better than Paper, I would sit down and think about. It. I mean the fact the fact is like he's won Champions League and all that. But then like Pip has gone to dominate every single league that he's been in for at least a season. Right and he's been in multiple leagues, right? So that, that's something that we just can't ignore. Like Zidane has gone in one Champions League three times. That's also something that we can't ignore. But if we're now going into finer details and quality, huh? ah, I'm leaning towards Pip. I don't like both managers personally because, yeah, ah, their teams have done their barish on my teams, right? But yeah, I think I would lean towards Pip in terms of and not, and not by, like, achievement, because achievement is kind of similar. Kind of similar. But, yeah, I would say in terms of, like, tactical greatness, that would be the edge that takes Pep
2: over Zidane. For yes. me. Personally, <coughs> uh, first things first, I'm the realist. Pep out. Zidane is not a fraud. Um... Zidane's not a fraud. I respect Zidane. Like, I don't think anyone will ever do a three-peat on a Champions League in a row. I don't think they'll ever be matched. But, I think Pip has changed the game. I don't know, you guys can debate all you want. Pep revolutionized the game. Barcelona, he went to Bayern, he changed Bayern Munich the way they played. went to Man City when the English media was saying Tiki Taka doesn't work in the in the Premier League and he went and clocked 100 points. So for me, that already cemented him as a goat. Compared with Zidane, you can compare him, but as I said, both of them have won a Champions League since Messi, since Pep left Barcelona, and since Ronaldo left Real Madrid. One thing I will say is that if Zidane manages to win a Champions League without Ronaldo, then we can revisit this conversation and chat. But for now, Pep, Pep is untouchable only person who comes to Pep right now, as in right now, is probably Klopp, and maybe yeah, and Jose, but th- just those two, Klopp and and Pep, those, uh, those guys are untouchable. So that's where I stand on this. Nah, nah, nah.
1: That man, that bulldog is a fraud. Man's the United win a league title. No, he's a fraud.
2: But you man also <laughs> let him win the league though, what you say? <laughs>
1: And awesome Venger and Sir Andrew spent years stopping that. And he came and got Liverpool to the title. I ah, know. Nah, 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 nah.
2: You guys nah, let man. Pep clock 100 points, though. 100. Nah.
1: Nah, yeah.
2: Centurion, though. <laughs> but that's also, that's also crazy. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you guys Don't disrespect the board, man. Please. That man is a GOAT certified top three. Nah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh all
0: right i uh, i this one uh this one we can actually just like spend the whole day searching about but like ah uh, we've got we've got a few more fire items a few more funny items as well so ah uh, let's, let's let's get into the second one of the day because like this one uh this one is actually pretty funny i don't know i don't know whether to back this one or support it but thank you Tino, Niti, for sending in this question, uh, this uh, statement rather, not a question. But, yeah, the question, the, the point is, Gerard is the English McTominay, all passion, no talent. What are we saying?
2: Uh, you know what, um, I, I, I respect Stevie G. Um, he was a great player. Um, he was talented. I wouldn't even say English McTominay or whatever. That's, I think that's just a man United man just saying it because yeah, McTominay isn't all that. But, yeah, Gerard is a, is a class player. One thing I will say about Stevie G is when people start comparing him to Frank Lampard and Paul Scores, that's where I, it touches a nerve. But that's not the question, yeah. But just to answer that, I'll say, nah. Can't we can't say that about Stevie G? That's just disrespect. Now,
1: yeah, yeah, like uh, I hurt Stevie G. That, that was my guy. It's, you know what? There are not many things that can actually hurt me. Or that I'm touched about for Liverpool. But uh, it's, the the fact that he didn't win a league title for Liverpool actually hurts me. I don't know why, but it just hurts. me
0: uh, You know, there are different ways that people look at that situation. I will, People always remember it as, like, Gerrard failing to win, like, a league. But for me, like, considering that season and who Liverpool was really backing her, I always look at that as Suarez being the most unfortunate person in all of Liverpool. But, yeah, I can talk... It, it, back to this, like, back to this thing about Gerard being the English McTominay. I've been trying to see, like, what angle that they're coming from. And uh, what, what angle Tino's coming from? But yeah, I think... Yeah, Gerald was a bit too talented. He was a complete midfielder. He could play CDM, center mid, and to a certain extent, CAM, right? And yeah, you can't... I don't think McTominay is able to play down the spine like that to a high level. I mean, McTominay is still kind of young, but like, yeah, I don't think you have that ability. So uh, yeah to say that is the English McTominay nah I wouldn't say that. nah, yeah, I doubt. but yeah, it seems like on that one we actually all agree like that Gerard is not the English McTominay which is a rarity. like we we barely agree on things, especially us three. like that that is actually a strong rarity, but yeah, yeah. the fact that
2: we've agreed that uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> Is agree. Can't I know, <laughs> so it's a I a Greek. So it's a new thing now. November,
1: exactly.
2: new, November. <laughs> a new thing happens in November. This is it. Discovering <laughs> something new. So yeah. So thank you, Gino, for putting us on.
0: <laughs> Major appreciation. Moving on to the third and popular opinion. This one came in from Tendai. Mad love, thank you, Tendai, for this one. This one is actually kind of interesting. I want to hear what you guys think about this one. Um, Tendai said, "Fatty should be earning more than
2: Griezmann." No, no. Personally, I think I get what he's saying. I think Fatty this season has he started off very well. I I don't usually watch Barcelona games to be honest but um, the ones that I do watch briefly he's done really well he's been Barcelona standout players but I think right now he's still a kid like you can't be giving him hundreds three figures already as a kid because I think these days you find that the kids in our days they're not like back in the day the kids in our days they usually lose their heads because they get all these endorsements, the sponsorships, um, all the cash and all that. So, and there's also this social media thing. So like they quickly lose their heads. So I think right now for the money, I do agree that later on, he should be earning more than Kriesman. But right now, I think the money that, I don't know how much he's earning right now, but I think that right now the money he's earning, it's good for him because it keeps him grounded because I'll, I'll always give the example of that I don't know if you guys remember that Milan kid that talented kid who could do tickers and all that, do you remember that kid? Aki Astor yes that kid I remember he was labelled all sorts of these titles and he was given bags, money, sponsorships and all that but now he's playing in like the D League in Italy and it's just like what could have been so yeah that's just my stance and I just don't Put a lot of pressure on these kids by giving them so much money, because at the end of the day, people will start coming for you when you give them so much money. The fan base starts saying, "Ah, you're giving him 120k, 140k, and he's not even producing um, the performances." So just just leave him where he's at right now. He'll get to that level when when he develops and he matures. Here's
1: how I see it. I think that would just cause problems within the dressing room. Let mm-hmm. alone. Um, with the way, let alone with the way Barcelona is already in its own little crisis, you know I think within the dressing room that would also be a problem in the sense that now you give him a massive, a bigger contract than, you know a 100 and whatever million signing and, you know, that makes other players want more money basically a United type of situation where they gave Sanchez uh, bloody 600,000 contract and yeah I don't think it just works out nicely for anyone
0: yeah that's a fair point from both of you like yeah you wouldn't want to give a young head that much money but Griezmann's salary needs to be reduced what is that man doing? Uh, right oh <laughs> uh. Like, uh, honestly, uh, you can't be getting, like, done out by Fatih. Like, Fati, like I think Griezmann, like, this was his perfect chance. Because, like, Fati only came up because of Griezmann underperforming. Like, if Griezmann came and played to his salary, right, I think Fatih would have still been in La Masia. But, yeah, all things happened for a reason. And he, now we have this, like, good talent... But yeah, I agree with um, you and Simba speaks. I think right now, yeah, sure, he's one of the lowest earning Barca players. In fact, he's like I think he's like the second lowest uh, in the first team. But then again, considering his age, I think he's like top ten of the highest earning people his age, if not top five even. So that that in itself should be something. That he should be proud of and I don't think Ansu himself is even putting pressure about earning, about having a bigger contract, it's only um, uh, Jorge Mendes just like, you know, trying to market his new client because like, uh, Ansu's dad is not his agent anymore, it's Jorge Mendes and you know Mendes, is just, yeah he's one of them special agents Man, so, there's, there's
1: no need to look for more money be in the change room with Messi at seventeen, dude, you could pay me ten bucks a week, and I <laughs> change room with Messi and not say a word about my contract,
0: bruh Yeah, it's yeah. I think yeah. You should like. I'm not saying like he, he's causing any of that trouble, uh, but yeah, I think yeah. You should you should just be like appreciative of like where he is right now, and you know. Just, just keep going because uh, he's on a run right now, and you wouldn't want anything to disrupt that. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, facts, facts, facts. I think Griezmann, it's just while well, he's at Barcelona, at the wrong time, right? the right wrong time. That's crazy. Nah, I'm with it. But
0: so, yeah, like again, Tindai you got us to all agree. Damn, this this November vibe is actually moving a bit different. Two two agreements in a row. I wonder what to do. I wonder if we can hit three in a row on this one. It's
2: um... <laughs> no not November, ah, but... bro. No not November. <laughs> <laughs> we have to agree. <laughs> but you know what?
1: Yeah,
0: uh, you know, after after reading this opinion, uh, I I can see that we're not going to agree. But yeah, basically. Sean Kelly, thank you for bringing this one in. Um, He said, Cavani has never been a world-class player.
2: I don't even know what to say. The (laughs) silence! I love the silence on this one because people are about to come out. A real talker. I don't mean to disrespect anyone, but for me for you to tell me that cavani has never been world class shows me that maybe we look at highlights a bit too much and we look at stats too much that's what i think because if you can't tell me cavani has never been world class man bagged 38 goals in each of his seasons at napoli before he went to psg even at udinese and palermo man was bagging 20 goals Every season, he went to PSG and he has its Latin and he has played on the wing, and he was still scoring more than 25 plus playing on the wing. So that, that itself just speaks for itself. I remember there was even a time in 2013 before he went to PSG. I wanted Chelsea to sign Cavani. I'm not even gonna sit here and lie to you guys. I wanted Chelsea to sign Cavani, and that was the time when Farquhar was also tearing things up. Remember, he scored like four goals against us in the Super Cup you probably remember yeah. that English. and yeah. yeah. Th- those are the two hottest strikers on the planet. So for me, for you to tell me that Cavani has never been world-class, I don't know. I-, I-, I just don't take that very, very lightly. I really don't. Probably the best, one of the best strikers of his generation, for keeping it real. But I don't know what Spex thinks, though.
1: I completely agree with you. Ah, and Cavani's hot. Cavani, that that guy is a striker. He knows how to find the goal. And honestly, I really, I really wanted him to, I really wanted United to sign him, like you said when he just um, when he was at Napoli. Because oh man, oh man, the man was scoring at free will. So I feel I feel like Cavani world loss That's what I think.
2: Also, I yeah. feel like people are looking at it at, because he's joined Man United now at a late age. I, I think it's a sort of like a paycheck for him because really, you, he was earning bags at PSG. So now he's going to Man United. Of course, he's going to get paid money there as well. So I think now it's just like a payday for him. So that's why people are saying uh, it's not world-class. But Cavani in his prime was untouchable. Anyone can tell you that. So um, for Sean... Yo, bro, I think you got this one wrong. Just go look at Cavani in, in 20, 2012, 2013 there. Just look at the man and the types of goals you're scoring. And just just look just look back at it because, yeah, um, he is definitely old class.
0: Nah, no, yeah. Um... Okay, yeah. yeah no, actually, it's just like a, it's a hook line and sinker. All three of us agree on that. Like, uh, Cavani is, yeah, he's built his reputation. Like, I, I love how we didn't even have to mention like the World Cups. Like, yeah. Him and Suarez, like, him and Suarez have just been, yeah, um, the best thing to happen to Uruguay because he's, yeah. I mean, Cavani's been low-key. Out, ev- out of all the world-class strikers that we've heard of, Cavani, I think he's been the most low-key out of all of them. And because of that, because of media coverage and because of people not exactly knowing what he's all about, like then maybe you can then make a conclusion like that. Because I'm sure like most people are only knowing about Cavani since PSG, of which France is already a farmers' league and everyone's did. And then he comes to United... On oh, no, a free as well, so it's just like, really, is is this guy is this is this guy really has he ever been world class? So yeah, it's it's one that you have to go back into the history before. Like yeah, any striker that scores thirty eight goals in a season should be respected, basically. So yeah, uh, Sean. <laughs> I think, yeah, you're off target on this one. Morata vibes. Uh, Hey, hey, hey,
2: hey, hey. but it's good. Hey, 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 but no, but I like that he asked asked that question because a lot of people were never going to put such a question. Like, a lot of people never put stick out their their heads and say this person is world class. So I I beg him up 100%, bro. Thank you for asking that question. Much love. That way. Thank you so well, much. Ah, uh, because actually, like, it actually
0: even took me down like memory lane because, like, I forgot about uh, Cavani playing for Udinese. Like, I, I had forgotten about that. That's why actually, like, built his reputation for
1: me. Yeah, fact.
0: So, ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was a good stroll down memory lane. All right. So now we we've got two more opinions. So right, it's like, yeah so I, I'm not saving the base for loss I don't know whether they should be the best but yeah this one is a tag team from Simba and I <laughs> and we are basically saying that um, Pogba is too good for United not the other way around and that he should just leave United because he's too good for the end so Speaks, how, how are you feeling about that one? <laughs>
1: Ah, here we go. Ah, <laughs> I knew I was set up from the beginning. I just knew it. This, this podcast was probably made just for me today. <laughs> just for me. Those they record probably, you, I'm quote unquote last minute, huh? I'm <laughs> probably not gonna record anything and they're like, ah, time to fire speech today. Are <laughs> uh, you gonna see it? Uh, Spinks, I heard Diggy say that
0: if you didn't if you refused to join the podcast today we were just going to skip the week <laughs> ah, you hate to see it
2: really- <laughs> and best believe I'm already a villain so yeah I was gonna be I don't even know what a monster now
1: so <laughs> yeah, exactly right. this, this whole guy I don't even know the. If- you know it, it's the manager. It's Sortia. Because it doesn't make sense how when Homie is in the French team, ah, he's he's pulling it out the bag. But as soon as he comes back to Manchester, there's nothing. Absolutely. He's shocking. The man is terrible. He ah, really shouldn't leave to them. Like ah, it's time out so, that
0: no, that that is one thing that that we all that that i agree uh, on you with like yeah i think it's high time that Pogba leaves. I, I remember people saying that like it was because of the rona that things got dark so yeah but I, I should have been gone a long time ago um i think on the tactical perspective right I think Pogba right now is yeah like I think Spix I remember uh, arguing about this in the group with I think we ended up agreeing that Pogba right now for United is a luxury player like he doesn't have the personnel around him to work the same way that he's got personnel around him in France right so yeah because of that uh, like Pogba is a player that we all know that he's like world-class. I, I, I still think Pogba's world-class. I don't know about Jones. Like, I still think that Pogba's world-class. It's just that yeah, his identity doesn't fit the United, the current United identity.
2: Yes, bro. Pogba's always been world-class. People telling me Pogba is not world-class. They're lying. I'm a Chelsea fan and I can tell you Pogba's world-class on his day unplayable. And the funniest thing about Pogba is he's the one who got Ole his job. People often forget that he's the one who went on that run. of was going. What was it? I don't know the specs. If I'm, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But then he scored like what, eleven goals, and I don't know how many assists in that run. Yeah,
1: it was like eleven goals and seven assists.
2: You see, he's the one who got all in that job, not only Pogba got all in his job. And you know why? Pogba was playing as in an attacking midfielder. That's the key. He was playing as an attacking midfielder. No no defensive things, no nothing. He was playing as the attacking midfielder. And that's what you get. You can't expect Pogba to be playing deep, dictating the play as well as going up in attack and as well as coming back defense. As you guys said, he's that player where you have to let him do his own thing. It's at Chelsea, it was similar. Look at Aiden Hazard in the Sarri the Sarri era. Sarri couldn't... Of course, we saw the the, the Sarri board later in the season, but Sarri couldn't play the full Sarri ball because he had Aiden Hazard. Aiden Hazard is a player, you don't tell him what to do. You just tell him, go and do your thing. That's the same thing with Pogba. You don't tell Pogba to go and defend or how to tackle. You don't do that. He already knows what to do. Let him do his thing and let him flourish. That's why he flourishes at France. He knows he's got ballers like Kante and all these guys. So he doesn't need... To be worrying about defending. He can run the whole game by himself. We saw that at the World Cup. So what's different now? Man United, the manager.
1: Yeah, precisely. What I think is, I I saw this from who said it. been Ian Wright was, oh, this guy has got an agenda.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they said um, the the sixth one against Tottenham has probably frightened it frightened the life out of Solskjaer. So now he's now gone to the almost extremely defensive way he wants everyone back. to And you can't have Pog defend like you just can't do it. You you have to make a team around him that can defend, and then you let him go to whatever he wants up front and just fight out over there.
0: mm -hmm. Now that's when the that's when the luxury player thing was being coined. Like because like as it is right now, right? if you told me like if you told me if you didn't tell me like Chelsea's playing five at the back or United is playing like this right and then you tell me okay a midfield of Jorginho and Kante for example is going to face a midfield of Fred McTominay who was that, the other guy it was Fred McTominay and another guy like and it wasn't even Van de Beek or Pogba I was Bruno. Okay, skip Bruno because Bruno was playing um, uh, in the front. But if you're telling me that Eugenio and Kante are facing McTominay and Fred, I would say, like, even if it wasn't Chelsea or was any other team, like, the, at the midfield, there's a chance of putting the, of putting United in reps. So, yeah. And, I, I don't know. Like,
2: ah, yeah, Pogba should just do it. I Pogba, she just did. Yeah, for days. For days. Like, I like when you said about the coronavirus thing. Pogba was going to leave without coronavirus. Everyone knows that. If you're telling how he wasn't, you're deluded. There's the same people who say, ole, and ole is at the give him time. and then that same WhatsApp group. Pogba was going to leave. We all know it. But then he decided, you know, there's coronavirus. I can't leave. No one's going to pay me big bucks. So now he's stuck. How is out run down the contract? And leave as as soon as I can. I'll stop playing that Kanye West song, Run Away as Fast as You Can. Because it's
1: deep. (laughs) It's not deep. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ungovernable? (laughs) You really are, (laughs) (laughs) Dickie. You're ungovernable.
0: (laughs) But, uh, all right. Yeah, but this one, yeah, uh, we're basically in agreement that Pogba should dip. And the last one, the last unpopular opinion that we have. All right, so the final opinion that we have, which is deemed unpopular, is coming from our Twitter. Shout out AC uh, for coming through with this one, but he basically said um, Southampton is the most underrated team in the Prem. Uh, to be honest, I with this one, right? I have to like sit down and think, like. Um, yeah like what are we gauging as underrated because like um right now like when i think of underrated the first thing i'm thinking of is everton but then if southampton now comes into the chat especially with the way they're performing right which they deserve to it then yeah it then brings a lot into the fact i don't know what you think simba speaks this one's interesting
2: you want to go first, respect
1: no please go ahead ahead.
2: Thought you had the guest though, so you have to have to guess first. Fist is first.
1: Gotta think about phone. <laughs>
2: but nah, I think that one is interesting. I would say Hansen Hutel mm-hmm. is an underrated manager. That's I would it's say that, that is exactly what I was
1: thinking.
2: Exactly. That man rate
1: just
2: yeah. Ralph is underrated. He's underrated. Like that man, he he can coach. Southampton, I think Southampton is like they're like a seesaw, up, down, up, down. So, like last season, they were good, but then they tailed off a bit towards the end. This season, they started off well. I don't know how they'll do later on, but you see even the games that they've played. Chelsea, for example, 3-3. And the way they were playing against us, I mean, that second half, they were pressing us. We couldn't play out. We couldn't do anything. They were literally hounding us like a pack of wolves. So, I think, yeah, they're just an up and down team. They are underrated. I think with the players that they have, I mean, Ings is a, is a killer. That man just calls for fun. You look at Wood Prowse. Wood Prowse is a good player, but he's a set piece merchant, as I said before. But he's a quality player. Um, they've got players, and considering the fact they lost, what's his name? Oiberg. went to Spurs. And they've still managed to, to play, sustain this type of play they've been they've been well they've played well they've been fantastic so yeah I would say under I I don't know it's difficult I would yeah they are underrated but I'll definitely say one thing I will give them is that Asen Ruto is the most underrated manager in the league that's one thing I'll say that's my take on
1: yeah that's true Ralph Rolf is definitely underrated Cause, and to be honest, those guys actually play an attractive style of football. It's like, it's not like they play like bottom half type of football. They play really good football. And they Actually, might have a point here. They really might be underrated. Because I'm trying to run through all the other teams in the league and they really might be underrated. I don't know. I, I think might
0: be onto something. Uh, all right. Now I see. Where, I, I see where you guys are coming from. Um, the pressing style that Hasan Utu came is like it's really, it's really German. It's it's like a really German style of play. But the fact that he sustained it, a style that is coming from the quote-unquote Farmers League, right? And he's come and implemented it on personnel which you never thought would work. Like I. I know Vestergaard God's the tallest in the print, but the way he have been utilised by Hassan Utho has actually been crazy with, yeah, even the start that Southampton has had right now. I mean, not to seven games, they're fifth in the league. Four wins? If I'm correct, four wins already. Um, normally, that's, yeah, that would, that would take a bit, like, yeah. And the output that he's getting from the forwards is just, ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's something that I would consider. Like I said earlier, I was looking at Everton. But now if we're looking at like performance of all 20 teams, then yeah, Southampton are looking like they should be where they shouldn't be. They look like they're overachieving and hence um, the term of them being underrated showing that like they should be given a bit more respect. But yeah, even though I still think at most might be a top-off finish... Like, but not in European contention. If they make European contention, like if they make a qualification for Europa League, in yeah, that would have been that would definitely make them the most underrated team. I think I will agree. I haven't looked at all the managers, but yeah, for now I think I'll agree with the fact that you guys say that Hassan Hutel is the most underrated manager in the Prem. I like his style. Definitely like the way he got he has uh, Southampton playing and. In terms of utilising players, like, in terms of using their strengths, I think he's brought out the best of Redmond. He's brought out the best of Armstrong. I've never heard of Armstrong until Hassan came. So, yeah. Nah, I rate him. I rate him.
2: And even yeah, that... Um, sorry, just... Even that, that Walker-Peters kid was at um, Tottenham. He's now looking like a proper player at Southampton. So, oh, we, have yeah. give, we have to give Hassan Nuto his cred, like that's—he's doing a good job there. If he goes to a big team. He could do, could do something. But the only time will tell. I bring him to Old Trafford. We'll take him. <laughs> You're taking anyone. the taking anyone.
0: The
1: take anyone. <laughs> anyone that's not Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> anyone that's not Norwegian. We accept.
0: <laughs> <laughs> With open arms, huh?
1: arms than anyone. I don't care.
0: Ah, these Uniteders are just going through the struggles. So, like, yeah, if you see a United fan, just give them a hug. I think they need it more than anything. <laughs> but, yeah, on that bombshell, we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back for our third and final segment.
2: Yes, I'm um, back again That's the final segment. And this week we're just going to do a brief recap of the Champions League, which was pretty interesting, if you ask me. Um, Bayern Munich did struggle a bit, but they ended up being 6-2 winners against Salzburg. Atletic Madrid drawing against Moscow. back, putting six past Shakhtar Donetsk. Real Madrid is just scrape through Inter Milan, 3-2 winners, Man City comfortable 3-0 no against Olympiacos FC Porto versus Marseille Porto coming out 3-0 no winners Atlanta my my other team um, they lost 5-0 no against Liverpool special to Inter Patrick Hero, Firmino must be plucking out his eyebrows right now um, I don't know what you guys think, um, about that one. Do you think, um, Firmino should be worried? Because one of the questions, um, it's tied to this one it says shorter over Firmino. So, do you think Firmino should be worried? Uh,
0: to be honest, Firmino should not be worried at all. He is the only person who is able to do what he does, being a center defensive forward and all. So, there's, there's actually no reason for Firmino to worry about his position. I'm sure, like, Specs and I already on that wavelength, we knew. <laughs> exactly. There's no need for him to worry. There's nothing
1: to worry about. No one has the central defensive forward position. Walt, for- <laughs> oh. ah.
0: but on the live though nah, it's I think Jota like he's a rotation guy. He's not going to break that Salah Firmino money thing. Like he's a rotation player,
2: just a very good rotation player. I feel, I feel, I feel. Makes sense. Yeah, ah, is a baller. I think yeah, it'll take um, a miracle to break that partnership up. But yeah, uh, good result for. Liverpool, thank you to Blue Cheese for asking that question. Um, Ajax um, beat the team that I don't know how to say the name, 2-1. Then we're going to Wednesday's games. Um, Zenit Lazio, 1-1. Dortmund, 3-0 against Club Bruges, another mention to Holland. Man is on fire, guys. He's now equaled Ronaldo and Adriano for Champions League goals at 14, and Mandem is 20. Imagine that's ridiculous, man.
1: No, nah, that man. God. That boy can find a net. But, uh, it's not even getting twisted. Not gonna lie, there was a point I thought, uh, you know, he's gonna die down a little bit, but eesh, 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 eesh. the other boy can score. The way
0: the way Darren is dominating Champions League is the same way Gabriel Barbosa is dominating Copa Libertadores. Like I thought that could only happen in South America, but this guy is making the Champions League look like child's play.
1: That's true. Bro. That's true. He's making it seem way too easy. For
2: days, for days. Nah, Holland is man. He's just a machine, man. He just reminds me of Latin. I don't know about y'all, but reminds of that that the cockiness that's Latin had. So, yeah. Um, then move on to Group H, which is shaping up to be a good group. Turkey, the um, Man United. Ole honor has been roasting his turkey. And it was perfectly grilled in Istanbul. Losing 2-1 to Istanbul. I don't know how to say that stuff. Um,
1: he is.
2: <laughs> is that how you say it? <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah.
1: Dude, this homie just started by saying it's it's a good group. What's good there? <laughs> What's going on in that group?
0: Listen, <laughs>
1: you guys, I think you don't give
0: Ole enough respect. Like, did you see how he was actually planning to do groundbreaking boris he was going to be the first manager ever to implement the offside trap in the opposition half. Do you know how crazy that is?
1: <laughs> that that, that Demba goal. What a That's <laughs> how I've seen that goal before. <laughs> a certain man from side. Ah. With the same finish on top of that. It was just. <laughs> Demba one on one is untouchable. <laughs> now, nah, man, United ruined my day yesterday the whole day I was just pissed off the whole day I was just angry I couldn't do anything I actually lay in bed the whole day after the game ended I was in bed until I woke up this morning I couldn't do it I was tired you took all my energy can't deal with their man anymore, honestly. Incompetence, competence, top to bottom. Freestyle FC,
2: bro. Saying
1: it, I don't even think the ground stuff are good anymore. Can't even win at Old Trafford as well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just there for
2: vibes. <laughs>
1: nah, honestly, just, like, right? He keeps saying it. That's just vibes.
2: Did he actually vibe. say that though?
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you go if gone to Rio Ferdinand's Instagram post uh, I think it's the second one, just go there and click on the comment section you just see right, here official just vibes oh yeah yeah I saw their comments yeah. That? <laughs> yeah
2: that's the content I love man yo it's and, there nice. was, and you know if you deep it uh, there was actually like a post like made by United earlier where instead
0: of hashtagging the Champions League they hashtag the Europa League like I don't even, <laughs> even saw
2: that <laughs> look it's just vibes someone, at United they're preparing someone <laughs> said they're preparing for the <laughs> Europa it's just vibes bro no plan not to ever
1: <sighs> can't deal with their man fam.
2: No but more. wait and see. Watch Ole win against Everton and all is well again.
1: I really hope he doesn't win, honestly. Is there ever time I've prayed for United to lose? Them, this is it. <laughs> this is it. They have <laughs> I'm
2: not even gonna lie. If United, if United get poached, I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. I'll be scared as hell because, yo. You actually bring some football there. You guys play some lovely football. I will be petrified. I'm not even going to lie to you guys.
1: Honestly, that's probably what's posted going about United. It's not like it's not like the players are not there. There's enough quality to do something. Maybe not to win a league or anything like that, but at least look good at the very least. Thanks. Exactly hundred percent
2: bro yeah, it's 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 peak times for united i would hate to be a united supporter right now but anyways we'll see where with the pe teacher what he pulls up what he has up his sleeve and we move leipzig against psg psg yeah they without Neymar, mbappe they lost 2-1 uh severe krasnador Sevilla win 3-2 with 10 men despite being 2-0 down earlier on in the game, so credits to them. Clean sheet FC as they know now, Chelsea beat Ren a 10-man Ren 3-0. And Und, the final group...
0: What
2: is that? What is that? You're going to jinx us. take that back. <laughs> hey, bro, they've kept what? Six clean sheets in a row. Uh, Creds. Creds. You know, the, lo- the last person who did that was Chick. So, like, we
0: need to break that. So now, if you're going to jinx it now, uh, we're conceding this weekend, watch. What
2: well, clean sheets, FC have seen now, huh, bro. <laughs> 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 you don't even know what to conceding, a course. Hey, I'm joking, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Let me just cool it oh, out. let's so
1: cool. really forget where they came from,
2: huh? Hey, bro.
1: <laughs> wait, wait,
2: wait,
0: wait, why, why are you trying to bring, why are you trying to bring, like, bad things
1: into this now? Like, we, we were coming with good vibes, yeah. what's the problem? <laughs> I'm Mendy for COVID testing tomorrow. Ah, 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 hey, what? Break that caper.
2: But I told you, man.
1: Oh, you know have it already has COVID and
0: here you are trying to bring Mendy into the same guan. Yes. What is it actually your guan?
1: Absolute scenes. That's what we need.
2: <laughs> I, told I, you guys, I told you guys. will start. I told you guys. The 11 men on the field. Chelsea do things. Chelsea do things. Now the clinch left, seat, How do move? good result for them uh, <clears throat> Juventus against I don't know how to say their name uh, winning 4-1 Marata on his 100th appearance finally scoring two goals without being offside so credit to him as well Dybala getting a brace and finally Barcelona versus Kiev winning 2-1 um, Messi again with another penalty so that is the UCL recap of the week let us know what your favourite result was. And that that being said, comes to the end of our show. Um, thank you to everyone who's listened. Special mention to, to Specs who who hopped on last minute. Um, appreciate you, man. Thank you for coming on. It's always good vibes when, when you're around, always good banter. So thank you so much, bro. Always a pleasure, Jay. it's
1: always a pleasure. I love doing it. It's football, I mean, you know. Who does love football is. only psychopaths
2: only thank psychopaths you bro like great facts thank you bro might as well put them in jail exactly sentence them for days but anyways yeah um as we said before thank you to everyone who's listened um until next time have a great weekend and we'll catch y'all in a bit